Hello, everyone. Hello. Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening, wherever you are in the world today. Welcome to today's stream. My name is Emily. I'm one of the Chatterbug tutors and streamers for English. Um, if we haven't met before, I'm from Canada originally, also lived in the UK for a while, and currently I am traveling. So right now I am uh, traveling from Canada down to Argentina, and at the moment I am streaming to you live from Ecuador. So hello from the beach at um, in Montañita, Ecuador. This is where I am today. Hopefully I'll be continuing to drive south soon. I have a camper van, but right now it is with the mechanic. And so that's why I'm streaming to you from a hotel at the moment and not from my camper van. Um, so come say hi in the chat. Let me know where you're from. Today we're going to talk about nightlife. So I would like to know what is nightlife like in your city or your town? Or maybe you live in a village and so there's really not much nightlife to speak of. Um, it's more about maybe going into the closest city to go out if you're looking for some activity at night. Um, cool, so we have Oze from Turkey, Sergo from Montenegro, welcome. Good to have you here. Um, let's start talking about nightlife. At if, and if any point you have a question about vocabulary or you have something to add, um, any general questions, go ahead and put it in the chat and I will be happy to help out. Okay, so nightlife, it's a big term. It can mean a lot of different things to different people, but here we're talking about kind of any popular entertainment happening after dark, so at night. It's any sort of social activity, usually describing like going dancing at clubs, like in the picture, big parties, or maybe live music concerts. Um, and if you go to a big city, that's where you're going to find more nightlife available on more nights of the week. If you are spending the summer somewhere very remote, um, maybe once a month they will have a dance or a concert. Who knows? Maybe nothing. Um, but the nightlife will be limited in less populated areas. Um, so let me know. Let me know in the chat how is the nightlife where you live. Um, I went to university around Vancouver in Canada, and the nightlife was pretty good. Um, there was kind of different places for different nights of the week if you did want to go out on campus. So at the university campus where I went, the University of British Columbia, there was a great pub on campus called The Pit. And every Wednesday night, uh, people would rush to get to The Pit. Otherwise, there would be a huge lineup. Um, and they would get some pretty big DJs sometimes, like um, Steve Aoki, for instance, came and performed at The Pit. Um, our university pub, kind of more of like a bar nightclub, but it was it was really fun. So let me know what it was it like for you if you were a student. Um, did you have summer on your campus? Was there not really so much nightlife going on? Maybe you were more studious. You weren't going out so much. Let me know. Um, so today we're going to look at some different examples of nightlife around the world. Some of the best places. Um, a few things about vocab and any questions you guys have. So let's see. All right. 
So what makes the best nightlife? What would make a city be a place where you say, yes, the nightlife is excellent? Um, so the hours, first of all, how late does each night go? And how many nights per week is there a good party available? Um, so sometimes cities will have like a certain neighborhood where places are allowed to stay open later, maybe till 3 or 4 a.m., maybe all night, maybe there's no restrictions. Um, and so I guess depending on the number of places that are open later with things going on, um, different days of the week, that would be good for hours. People, that's the second category that we're thinking of for what makes good nightlife. Um, so is it a good crowd? This is subjective, of course, um, but in general, you could think, is it very cosmopolitan, friendly, good-looking people, well-dressed? So kind of this whole mix, making it a good crowd for a night out. Um, third would be the music. So not just the quality, but also the variety of music available. So in some cities, you'll be able to go find, you know, electronic music, punk music, and rock music in the same night easily. In some cities, it's a challenge um, to get any variety. And finally, the experience. So how much is it just like any other night out? Or is it something that you're telling people about years on? So maybe it was like um, almost like a festival feeling where there was amazing stages, an amazing production. That would be something that's more experiential. Um, Maybe you went, nightlife could also be going to an amazing concert, right? So you went to an amazing concert and you're telling people about it for a long time after. All right, let's see here. So in the chat, yeah, tell me what nightlife's like where you live. So here we have Tatiana from Sweden in Stockholm, um, bars, clubs, some private home parties, yeah. I guess Stockholm, there are some cool clubs, I think, but it can be very expensive. I went on a just a pub crawl there when I was um, backpacking one weekend. Um, and it's very expensive there, but it is really nice. So I think there's nice places to go. Um, but it depends how much you want to spend. Um, a domestic person, so nightlife for me means at home. Uh, Istanbul has a very colorful nightlife. I bet it's such an interesting place where East meets West in Istanbul. So in this huge city with a lot of culture. So I imagine it would be awesome for nightlife. In Madrid, of course, um, yeah, you can party all night long, all week long, different music, totally. Yeah, Madrid's definitely a very cultural city too. With a good sized population, um, that's looking to go out, right? So that's kind of this mix of things. You need a certain size of population that needs to kind of be part of the culture. Um, the Spanish culture I find actually quite difficult for going out because usually the nightclubs don't get going till two or maybe three in the morning. Um, and so anytime I've gone out there, I usually have like a nap, <laughs> maybe up until midnight, and then I'll go out after that for a couple drinks and then to the club. So it's much, much later um, in the Spanish culture which also happens in some Latin American countries, not all of them, but some have this same culture of the Spanish of going out super, super late. Um, so hopefully you're able to nap <laughs> to make the night work. 
Cool. Yeah. Keep telling me in the chat what it's like in your country, in your city. Do you think it's awesome? Do you rather go travel somewhere to go experience nightlife? Um, but what would be the best city you've been in for nightlife? What would you say is the best city? Um, for me, let's think of some good places. Uh, there's one place I went in Croatia called Zerchi Beach, and it has several of the top best clubs in the world and it's all these kind of beach clubs that have amazing djs amazing stages lights um they do a lot of festivals out there but the clubs themselves are incredible so that's zerchi beach in croatia um where else i'm going to talk about a couple of them so i won't mention everything um <laughs> let's see here so Neil from Peru in Lima says it's well, people only really go out to eat. So maybe there's not that many nightclubs. Of course, you would get concerts. So I imagine people are going out to concerts still. So that's a form of nightlife. Um, so Madrid, Antalya. So that's a beach, beach place in Turkey, I think, right? Greece. Yeah, I'm sure any of the Greek islands. Um, Odessa and Ukraine, Berlin, London, New York, Barcelona, Madrid. Yes, all these big metropolitan cities. Tokyo. New York. Yeah, any of these big, big cities where... I mean, it depends on the type of music you like, but if it's somewhere that you think that your favorite artists would maybe put on a big show, then it might be the type of city that has good, good nightlife. And yes, Colombia has awesome nightlife, absolutely. Very late too, just like the Spanish, but a huge variety of different types of rhythms, salsa, bachata, reggaeton. Awesome. Anywhere in Portugal. Yeah, so there's many places around the world. Um, it really depends on kind of your mood, maybe even your age. But, you know, of course, there's all ages at some of these, these parties. Um, let me think. Um, maybe this has changed throughout time. As I said, maybe like when you're in your early 20s, you're looking for something different than when you're in your 30s or 40s and beyond. Um, but what is most important to you right now in nightlife? Let's say you're going to go travel somewhere. You're going on holiday for a couple of weeks. Um, what are you looking for to do after dark? Um, are you looking for great restaurants? So you want to go to restaurants that are maybe maybe like Michelin level or just really amazing food or really cool views, something about them special. Are you looking for the clubs? So you want to have, you know, those top rated DJ magazine clubs. Um, do you want to have nice pubs and bars? So more of that feel like you get in um, like the UK. It's more chill, but you're still going for a drink. Maybe you're watching the World Cup Um or what other, whatever other sports interest you. Um, maybe you want to go to shows. So you want things like Cirque du Soleil or um, even concerts, things like that. Or something else. So if it's something else, tell me what is it that you're looking for in nightlife. Maybe it's that you're not looking for anything. When you travel, 
um, or go away for the weekend, you're just looking for um, daytime activities, let me know. So lots of people saying food is important, totally. I think food for many people is a big part of traveling. Um, the experience of going to a great restaurant. And question here from Amarilla is shows like theater, etc. Yeah, exactly. So shows could also be, um, you know, going to Broadway in New York or the West End um, in London. So yeah, going to theater shows, going to Cirque du Soleil, other, any other shows. Um, Jonathan asking if I speak Spanish. Um, I have like an intermediate level of Spanish. So yeah, it's not too bad. <laughs> um, I've been in Spanish speaking countries for the last year or so. So I am practicing. Um, <laughs> not super into nightlife, Hakeem says, but I've been to many cities where it is good. So there's options available, Bangkok, Hong Kong. Sydney, Melbourne, Istanbul. Yeah, and I don't. When I say nightlife, it doesn't mean that you're just going out and drinking and partying. It might be that you are going to, like I said, go to the theater or a concert or cinema. Other activities could be a part of nightlife, um, or going out to a cool restaurant. Or maybe you do prefer to make the most of your days. So you're someone who's up right at sunrise and then you're out and exploring. Um, Cool. So restaurants, food is the most important for lots of people here. Cool. Okay, so let's look at five of the cities that came up on lists. I was looking up best nightlife in the world. I've been to four of these, so I can speak from a bit of personal experience. Um, one of them I haven't been to yet. I'm sure I'll go at some point. <laughs> um, but let me know if you've been as well and what your experience was of these five cities. Okay. So the first one, Sao Paulo, Brazil. So I did a university exchange for six months in Sao Paulo. So I lived there for six months, about 10 years ago for my last, um, during my last year of university. Um, and Sao Paulo as a city is, it's like a big concrete city. It's not very pretty. Uh, as you fly in, you just see towers and towers and towers, but they're not very glamorous towers, at least in most of the city. Um, so for that reason, Sao Paulo as this big metropolis, 20 million people is often overshadowed by the more beautiful Rio de Janeiro, just which is just about four or five hours um, northeast of Sao Paulo. It's more beautiful, it's on the beach, you know, it's a different lifestyle. Um, but Sao Paulo actually has a much better scene a much better music scene, greater intensity and diversity of more, more than almost anywhere in the world. So it's quite a cultural hub, um, not just for nightlife, but also museums um, and other, other areas of culture. So it's the type of place you need to like go and spend time to get to know it. At first look, you're like, oh, this is just a big dirty city. Um, but as you get to know different parts of the city, um, you can get to know it a lot better. So in the picture here, it's empty right now in the picture, but this is a popular club called The Edge. And so on a Thursday night, this is the place to be. Um, they have amazing lights, as you can see, everywhere, including the floor. 
um, an insane sound system. And so this would be somewhere to go and dance if you find yourself in Sao Paulo on a Thursday night. Um, so Hakim says, I've heard it has some dangerous streets. Yes, totally. I think like anywhere in the world, you know, there's usually parts of cities that people say to avoid. Um, same thing in Sao Paulo. Um, I mean, when I was, I was there for six months, I lived quite close to where the university was, but they would tell us like, don't walk 10 minutes down that way, for instance, but it's okay to walk this way. Um, so you just have to kind of talk to people to get a feel for um, what's safe, whether you need to take a taxi or whether it's okay to walk different places. Um, so nothing ever happened to me. I heard of a couple things happen, but yeah, I think it can happen anywhere in the world. Um, and so Anna from Rio says, yeah, it's an amazing place, day and night. Awesome. Yeah, I love Rio as well. I went there for Carnival and I went um, several times to visit friends and awesome, awesome um, nightclubs there as well. There's also some like cool beach towns between Rio and Sao Paulo um, where you can go to like a private island nightclub and yes, it's wonderful. <laughs> so Brazil as a party place and Brazilians as party people, highly recommend. I think they uh, have a very nice culture for um, having fun. All right, the next one is a classic, Las Vegas, Nevada in the United States. So I um, went to university in Vancouver, which is just north of Vegas. So it's really popular um, for people to either fly from Vancouver or we would take the bus across the border and then fly from a cheaper airport in Bellingham and it would just fly a couple hours to Vegas for the weekend. I think more than two or three nights is like way too much. <laughs> um, uh, so yeah, Vegas for two or three nights is perfect. And you know, it's something for everyone. So even if you aren't looking to go to a crazy nightclub, like in this picture here, I think this is Omnia, um, where they'll have big DJs playing or they have big pool parties outside. Um, there's other things you can do. They're gonna have every type of show here. So like magic, comedy, like the Cirque du Soleil, different concerts from artists who have um, maybe a show that they're always doing in Vegas. So there's a huge variety of things to do, plus amazing restaurants. So, you know, whether you are just, you just turned 21 and you want to go celebrate because it's the legal drinking age is 21 in the United States, or um, whether you're going as a family and you want to go and visit the Grand Canyon, which is nearby, and then go do some shows. There's kind of something for everyone. So I most recently went to Vegas actually for last New Year's. I was, um, I went to one of the newest nightclubs on the 30th. I went to go see Tiesto, if you know him, the Dutch DJ, and then I was on the strip when all the fireworks were going off. So that was kind of a fun way to ring in the new year. And yeah, Hakim says, what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. That's kind of their tagline. However, I think in the age of social media, 
that's a bit difficult. <laughs> um, and Marin got married in Vegas. Awesome. Congratulations. Yeah. So it's a big place for people to go to kind of get married without having to plan anything. You could just show up and get married. Um, perfect. Cool. So that's Vegas, our number two. These aren't in order of most popular or anything. I just chose some off of a list to talk about. Um, yeah, let me know in the chat if you've also been to Vegas. What did you do? What did you like? Um, I've been three or four times now, but I've never been in the summer. So I would really love next time I go, if it was in the summer, to go check out the pool parties when they have the big DJs and all the big party outside. The pool might be kind of gross to actually get in, but I think it would be fun. So I've only ever been there, I think, in the wintertime, maybe. The next one I have not been to. So I have been to Spain many times, but I haven't made it over to this island of Ibiza, which is like almost like a party pilgrimage location. So people who are really interested in nightlife and day parties too, really, um, they find a, a pilgrimage is like, usually it's a religious term talking about people making a pilgrimage to a site, but when yeah when you're talking about people who love partying so much Ibiza might be seen as like the place they have to get to more so than Vegas potentially um you know for for North Americans I guess Vegas is easier Europeans might see Ibiza as the equivalent um but this is somewhere where you're going to have that highly experiential partyings they have like a wind tunnel and a dance floor there's foam parties um, like soap foam. There's big parades with floats and they'll have the best DJs in the world. So this is the, when we were talking about what makes the best nightlife, you know, hours, people, experience, this is the kind of experiential place that you're going to tell everyone about. <laughs> um, they might not always want to hear it, but <laughs> yeah, you're going to be wanting to talk about this maybe for years to come, like uh, a few days in Ibiza and what you'll see and do. So that's your experiential place. The next one, I have been here, but I was more of a backpacker. I didn't go to any of the vibrant and classy rooftop bars at the time. I'd love to go back and check them out. Um, but in the picture here, we have Kosan Road, which is a crazy street filled with um, all of these neon lights. Uh, people are drinking out of buckets. Um, they make cocktails in buckets, cheap beer, all different types of shows and clubs. It's a very, uh, very, very vibrant place. Um, but yes, there is another side too. So I think a lot of people know about the sort of backpacker side of Thailand, of Bangkok. But there is um, an, a classier, nicer side of it too. More upscale, you could say. So I haven't checked out that part, but maybe next time. Let me know if you've been there as well and what your experience was like. And the last one, London. So this is where I lived for almost eight years. So you have a huge variety of options in London from like the corner pub where you're going in for a pint, maybe watching a game, having a chat to the most prestigious clubs in the world um, that are going to have, you know, 
maybe very high cover, um, maybe crazy dress codes, all sorts. You're going to have everything. One thing to remember in going out in London is that the pubs do close early. So usually people go to the pub kind of right after work and they might only stay for a couple of couple of pints. It's not really a place to go party and dance. Um, clubs usually will close by 11 or 12 in London. Um, but the thing in, in London is that it's, it is such a big city, about 8 million people um, with a huge variety of um, people from different backgrounds, different ages, different interests. So you get fantastic music every night of the week. There's always something to do. Um, it's very tough to be bored in a city like London. So let's say you were going on a bachelor party, also known as a stag party, or a bachelorette, which is also known as a stagette or a hen party. So these are the parties that people have before they get married. Um, so it doesn't have to be yours. Let's say you were going on one for a friend. Where would you want to go? What do you think would be the most fun for a stag or stagette or bachelor, bachelorette? And Hakeem says Newcastle is another great destination for nightlife in the UK. Absolutely. Um, people from Newcastle, known, known as Geordies, there was actually a MTV TV series on how much they party and how crazy <laughs> they are called Geordie Shore. So it was like a knockoff kind of from Jersey Shore that happened in the United States. And um, I've been I've done one night out there and it was it was very fun. But um, yeah, it's pretty wild. People uh, they're well known in the north of England to go out, um, you know, without a jacket. Girls are wearing really short dresses and it's freezing outside, but they just seem to not care. So <laughs> that's one of the classic kind of stereotypes, I guess, of um, people going out in northern England. They don't want to pay for their coat check, so they they just don't bring a coat. <laughs> uh, I saw that when I was there. I think it was like, I think it was... Um, maybe November or something when I went, and it was pretty crazy. <laughs> Let's see here. <laughs> All right, so the classic ones coming up top, Vegas and Ibiza. Um, yeah, I think, I think those two probably would be pretty fun. I guess I would choose Ibiza just because I haven't been yet. But um, Vegas is definitely a classic one that, yeah, growing up in Vancouver too, a lot of people who are getting married decide to go down there because um, there's cheap flights and it's fairly close, a couple hours flight. Cool. Let's keep going. So let's think of, um, let's say that you went out on the weekend and one of your friends is asking about it and they're saying tell me about your night how was it so what are some ways that you could describe a great night out what are some words that you could use you could say it was hmm it was <laughs> give me some ideas of some words that you could use uh, so you might be like it was epic <laughs> it was an epic night out um or, yeah, it was a great night out would be kind of the basic. It was a good, it was a great, 
it could be a terrible, maybe it was, maybe something went wrong. Um, but we'll focus on positive words here. So what are some other words that you could describe to someone um, to let them know what made it such a great night out? It was mad, yeah. So mad is like another way to say crazy or just wild. So it was a mad night out. It was crazy night out. It was a wild night out. It was great. Yes, great, Marion, perfect. <laughs> it was beautiful. It was a beautiful night. Yeah, totally. Maybe you were out at a concert under the stars. Um, it was a magical night. Absolutely. Maybe you went to a show that had some amazing lights and uh, the music was perfect. Everything was just great. Laughter. It was a funny night out. It was a fun night out. Interesting. Fantastic. Marvelous. Excellent. Yeah, maybe some other ways you could, another word, um, let's see here. You could say it was an intense night out. That might mean that it was like nonstop. Yeah, it was a nonstop night. Maybe you went from a restaurant to the bar to the nightclub and it was just nonstop. It was really intense. Um, it was really active. Maybe you were out dancing. Um, it was legendary. It means it's something that you'll remember forever. You could also say memorable. It was a really memorable night out. Um, or maybe it was a sophisticated night out. So that might mean a bit more fancy. Sophisticated. Fancy night out. Um, crazy action. Yes, yeah, so you might say action filled. Um, Let's put some other words here. Sporadic could mean that you're just going from place to place and it was like unplanned, sporadic or unplanned. Delirious, yeah. That's another way to maybe say wild. Um, another way to say fancy could be elegant. So if you go to an elegant restaurant, maybe you went to the ballet. So that's not gonna be a raucous or a wild night out. That's more elegant. So that would be an example. Let's put these in the chat for you guys. What other words do you think we could use to describe a night out? Not necessarily a crazy party night, right? Some other words. Yeah, fun, perfect. Mm. Cool. Festive, maybe, if it was... Around this time of year, maybe you went to like a Christmas market or something. It was a festive night out. All these different adjectives you could use to describe rather than just saying, you know, if someone says, how was your night? Great or good. There's some other, other good adjectives we can use. Cool. Let's keep going. So when we talk about bars, there's different types of bars and there's different meanings. This could vary by country. Um, so I'm gonna give you kind of my understanding. This is probably a bit more of a North American view. Um, there could be different views. Let me know in the chat if you have different ideas of what these words mean. So a dive bar is um, used quite a bit in the United States. We use it a bit in Canada too, but it kind of talks about like a super local small bar 
you might also call this like a hole in the wall kind of place. No frills, so not fancy at all. Just a place to meet up with friends in a laid back environment. Um, so that's kind of a dive bar. A dive, people might also call it. Um, a bar is a kind of catch-all term. So there's a lot of different types that could fit in this category. I mean, you have things that are special, like, um, like a piano bar, or you might have a bar that's attached to a restaurant. So there's places that are called resto bars sometimes. Um, so maybe the restaurant becomes a bar at night, or it's just separated. Um, but it's anywhere you're kind of just meeting up to have a drink. Um, there might be a bit of dancing, but it might not be until much later in the night. So I've been to some places, for instance, that have tables all out and they are serving food and things like that until midnight and then they clear everything away and it becomes more of like a dance bar. Um, so that's kind of a catch-all phrase. Then there's pub, which is the type, it's a type of bar as well. Um, but it's kind of like the British or Irish style. So usually there's going to be some sort of food, drinks. It's usually a bit more chill. It's probably not going to have dancing and like loud music. But sometimes, again, later in the night, it might become that way. Um, and yeah, Hakeem's asking cafe, like the Hard Rock Cafe. Yeah, so the Hard Rock Cafe would be, I would call that like a restaurant slash bar. So maybe it becomes a bar later in the day, but most of the time it's just a restaurant. Um, let's see here. And then the last one, a club, which is short for nightclub. So this is the one where you expect um, that there's gonna be dancing going on. That's the primary purpose. They could serve some food, but it would be unlikely. Um, it might be fancier, so people are more dressed up. It's not like going to the pub, you could wear, I mean, even this would be fine at the pub. Um, and you might even have to pay a cover charge. So you pay an amount at the door to be let in. Sometimes this might come with a free drink. Sometimes it comes with nothing. It's just the entrance fee. Um, and so, yeah, these are the places where you're going to go and dance is the primary purpose. So what about for you? What do you prefer to go to? Do you prefer dive bars, bars, pubs, clubs, or none of the above? Um, I would say for myself, I mean, when I was, when I was younger, I would love going to clubs and things like that. Um, but I think nowadays I really like going to a pub. So usually that means it's going to be a bit more comfortable. Like the music isn't blaring. So you're able to chat with each other because usually it's because I'm going to meet up with, with a friend to catch up. If there is a specific DJ that I really like, then, um, Maybe, you know, I will choose to go to a club, but I won't usually just choose to go to a club unless there is a special event or like someone's birthday or, yeah, a specific DJ that I want to see. Um, question from Emrula, what is a brew pub? Yes, sorry, I didn't mention that on the last one. So pub is kind of the general catch-all phrase. A brew pub is where they make their own beer. So also called, might call it a microbrewery. Um, or sometimes just a brewery, but a brew pub will make their own beer and serve food. And then a gastro pub is one that 
has beer, but it's really quite focused on the food element. So they have really good food usually if it's called a gastro pub, like gastronomy. Good question. I think it varies too, depending on what city I'm in. Like I really love to go to a rooftop bar, for example, if I'm somewhere where there's in a city and I want to get a view or even at the beach, going to a rooftop, getting the view of the sunset or something like that. So I would say, yeah, pubs, if it's just meeting up with a friend, rooftop bar, if I'm traveling to get a view um, and clubs, if there is a specific event going on. That's probably for me. <laughs> Sometimes, yeah, depends on what mood you're in. All right, so let's say it's your birthday coming up or someone else's birthday coming up and you're choosing a venue. You want to go out to a club um, or to a bar or a pub, one of, these, one of these options. What are the sort of questions you need to think about? So is there a cover charge? So as I said, this usually applies to only clubs. However, sometimes bars will charge a cover maybe after midnight or something like that. Um, so if you are going with a group of people, maybe for a birthday, then uh, you'll try to get there before midnight to avoid the cover charge. Or sometimes you can put your name on a guest list. So you email or call them ahead of time, get your name added to a list so you don't have to pay up until a certain time. Is there a dress code? So some places are extremely strict if you're wearing um, lace-up shoes, shorts, um, a hat, um, maybe even a t-shirt or something, you might not be allowed in. So if you've spent a bunch of money maybe on a DJ show at one of these fancy clubs in Las Vegas, make sure you check to see what the dress code is. You might have to be wearing nice slacks and a button-up shirt and some shoes without laces, potentially. So have a look at the dress code. You don't want to find yourself at the front door being turned away. Is there trivia or a special event? So as I said, like for me, I prefer to go to a club when there's some special event, like a DJ on. I also like going to a pub when there's maybe a quiz or a trivia night, which is really fun. That's a popular thing to do in the UK. So do you want to have some sort of activity or event going on at the venue. Is there a drink minimum? So maybe you've decided you want to go with a group and you want to book a table. Sometimes the table will have a minimum spend in order to reserve it, uh, depending on how kind of prestigious, luxurious, exclusive the place is. Sometimes you might be able to book a table and just get food and drinks. Um, but at the more popular, fancier clubs, they'll have a minimum spend. Is there food available? So maybe you're not going out for dinner, but you want to have snacks and things like that. Um, something to check on. And can you reserve tables in advance? Not everywhere will have tables. Some of them will have special sections. Something to consider depending on what you're doing. So these are all kind of the questions to ask. <laughs> now let's go to some vocab. Bouncer. So the classic kind of bouncer looking person is in the picture here. So this is someone who's employed by a nightclub or a similar establishment, a bar, a pub. 
to prevent troublemakers from entering or to eject them or to get them out from the premises, from the location. Another word for a bouncer is a doorman. So you can use this word um, synonymously with bouncer, so someone for a nightclub, but it can also be used as the word for someone who's on duty at the entrance of a large building, um, like a porter um, or a janitor. You'd probably use the word doorman for rather than bouncer at the fancier places, potentially. Um, but doorman is the word there. The cloakroom. So someone mentioned um, Newcastle in the UK. So in the UK, up in Northern England, it's kind of a stereotype that people don't want to use the cloakroom. They don't want to pay for it. They don't want to have to get their coat at the end of the night. So they just don't bring a coat. Um, a cloakroom, it's kind of an old word. A cloak is an old, um, an old English term for a coat. Um, and so it's a broom in a public building where coats and other belongings can be left temporarily. Usually you'll have to pay something Sometimes not, but definitely if you're staying till the very end of the night and then everyone rushes to get their coat, it can take a long time. Um, another term for cloakroom is coat check. So you can call it cloakroom or the coat check. Um, next word, bartender. So this is the person who mixes and serves drinks at a bar. Um, a good bartender is going to have a lot of experience training. Um, I always personally like to order something kind of surprising, not just your usual, you know, gin and tonic or rum and coke. I'd like to order something maybe with some interesting flavors, maybe something a bit local. Um, so if I'm in a tropical country, maybe it has some tropical fruits in it or something. Just something kind of different I try to order usually. If I'm making the effort to go out. <laughs> Okay. And so last question. The world's largest nightclub, Privilege, is located on which island? Which island is it located on? Is it on Madeira, Ibiza, Mykonos, or Mallorca? Where is this world's largest nightclub? It has a capacity of 10,000 people. And it's 6,500 square meters or about 70,000 square feet. Where do you think it is? And so this is the original. There's some other privileges around the world. There's one in Brazil um which is its own island actually the whole island is the club off of a place called angra just south of rio definitely highly recommend that one you can only get to it by boat um but yes this is the one that we mentioned before so it's ibiza exactly that place which is the mecca of partying <laughs> um you can find some of the best nightclubs in the world all around here for day parties or night parties. Um, perfect. Mm -hmm. Excellent. All right. Well, 
If you don't have anything else to share, I hope you enjoyed the stream today. We learned about five locations around the world where they have some of the best nightlife. Remember, we were looking at that by meaning like how many hours, what variety, um, what type of crowd, all these different, what's the experience. These were the kind of things we were looking at today. But there's lots of different things that nightlife can mean. It doesn't mean just going out and drinking and partying. It can mean going to a show. It can be going out for dinners, go and enjoy some fireworks, whatever it could be that's happening at night. Um, so that's it for today, and I hope you enjoy the rest of your day, and I will see you soon. Okay, bye.